Home Family to help stop the genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share this video podcast and hit the like button. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. I cite all my sources on my medium transcript under show and prove. I provide my medium transcript on my Facebook page. I encourage my listeners to click on the link to my current medium transcript so that you can read my my sources in real time and respond when we open up the conversation for Q&A. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social group by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens, an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships, grants, housing, and legal services all for free. I created CRCAM, the grassroots community activist movement, on November 11th of 1991 on a site called Gopher in order to connect with other like-minded black people, African people, our brothers and sisters from the Caribbean and Brazil who are serious about solving black issues in America and solving African issues on the continent. I believe this new technology called the internet would help connect us together so that we can do great things on a domestic front and on an international front. After 15 years of being overlooked and rejected by established black organizations who are funded by the financial elites, I decided to write and publish my story, quote, The Solution for Black America, Claiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. In the book, I explain what I experienced when I did my street ministry. I wrote the vision and made it plain in my revised book, yet my book is still not on the bestsellers list. I decided to take my story to the next level by turning my revised book into a docudrama entitled Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This film is based on my revised book. We focus on my childhood experience struggling to beat the odds as I navigate my way out of being illegally taken out of my home and tossed into the foster care system and in a group in a child children's group home. My experience as a teenager being returned to the inner city of Chicago and developing survival skills in an urban war zone. My experience doing street ministry and later creating a new black movement in America for young adults and black youth. All products of extreme abuse, violence, and drug infested childhood. The film offers a sensitive and intimate look into my experience with the Illinois foster care system, my determination and an inspiration to separate myself from the status quo and desire to find purpose in life. Our second film will take place 
somewhere in South Africa and is entitled African Liberator, Battle Against Colonized Mindset. This film will deal with how the colonized mindset is based on an internalized attitude of feeling culturally inferior to European culture as a result of colonization. I believe that storytelling is one of the most powerful and effective ways to cap captivate a better world. It is my objective to generate content and connect the black community with the global African family and influence social change at the grassroots level. I don't want to just bring awareness with my films, but create real change at the grassroots level. Our objective is to take the lead in solving black issues in America starting in Chicago by strengthening the black family that want more out of life and for their children while improving the black community to give our black youth the greatest opportunity to thrive. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. This is what I want to be remembered for, trying to do something rather than just complaining about the issues. I am here to solve them, if given a chance. People who will join our film project will go down into history with me and Sister Renee. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially to hire qualified black middle class professionals who will who would make sure our business is effective and successful for years to come. The proceeds from the film would also help me to purchase property in Chicago, Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil. Everything which I have written in my revised book will be, we will carry it out to the fullest. My revised book is the foundation of my Christian business. So far, we have raised $1,000. Our goal is to raise $500,000 so that I can be in a better position financially to hire a professional black production company and quality black actors. We have applied for grants, but so far we have, have not received anything. Without support from the black grassroots and the global African family, I am unable to do my job. I will continue to use my show every Sunday to raise funds for our film project until we reach our goal. I'm calling on all of my Christian group members in Night of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network to pray that God would connect me with people who have the means to support our film project in Jesus Yahshua's name. Pray that my revised book would get on the bestsellers list in Jesus Yahshua's name. Pray that the Spirit of God would allow our Christian business to make a real impact and meet the need of our young black youth in Chicago. In Jesus Yahshua's name, I'm asking all of my Christian friends to step up and work with me in getting our film project fully funded and made this year. In Jesus Yahshua's name, if it was up to me, this Christian business would have been up and running years ago. But truth be told, many black people do not want a solution. So if, if so, then Black America would have embraced my vision and my revised book would be on the bestsellers list by now. If you got any value from our content, then please consider supporting our film project in three ways. They are as follows. One, through our virtual store. We provide merchandise such as COVID masks, 
coffee mugs, posters, handbags, and t-shirts. All proceeds will go towards our film project, too. Through our PayPal page, Gertayo Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, is a faith-based community advocacy organization. Our mission is to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, and spiritual development. Donations can be used as a tax write-off for U.S. citizens because this is a legitimate 501c3 nonprofit organization. Three, you can also support our film project by purchasing my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition, which is available on my Amazon author page. I provide each website on my Medium transcript under Show and Prove. You can also find each website on my YouTube channel under About. If you are unable to, to participate on the show, no worries. When you have a moment, please watch my latest video podcast or listen to our audio podcast and leave a public comment in the comment section on my YouTube page and on my Facebook page about the topic. Please share my information with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call by clicking on the phone icon or by video call by clicking on the camera icon. Our topics, topics for today are as follows. Has the victim mentality overtaken black America? Democrats portray black voters and Whoopi Goldberg's wake-up call. Our first topic has the victim mentality overtaken black America? Willie Lynch is alive and well in America. That's why I have I have to do my film project to point, point it out and also to reach the black masses. We can't help everyone, but, but before I cut and run to the motherland, I want our young black people to know that someone has been fighting for them. If they become members, then they will have a place and a, and a future. I don't want none of my members to live in an urban war zone. That's why the grassroots community activist movement's aim is to strengthen the black community by strengthening the black family with our specialized programs and services, starting with financial literacy, practicing group economics by supporting our film project. The proceeds from the film will allow us to generate capital so that we can get into real estate and using buying power to transform our inner cities, starting in Chicago. We will learn how to analyze properties, explore crowdfunding options, seek investors, and host information field semin seminars from black professionals in finance and real estate so that our members can make real choices about where they want to raise their family, either in America or they can participate in our international tours where our company will own property and businesses in such places as Africa and the Caribbean. Those among us who have a failure mentality, 
pro-criminal tendency, urban terrorists, con artists, and pedophiles. We have to separate ourselves from them. When we left those plantations, the sellouts and cones also, also left. The cam is now on the scene and we will raise the bar in Black America and throughout the African diaspora. Asians is uniting. Europe is uniting. The only group that is not uniting is the Black race and that is why these other groups are attacking us. We don't value building Black black banks, black industry, corporate, black industrial corporations, or a black shipping lines. All of these businesses would make us more competitive. When you look at the 2020 election, black Americans threw away the most powerful thing we have as a collective, and that is our vote. Over here, the new black voices of media we're encouraging our members and listeners within the United States to use leverage for our vote. 80% of black voters voted for Democrats. And what did we get? No George Floyd justice in policing that. No hate crime bill specifically for black people. Thanks to black voters. If you don't get our politics in order, then I predict black people in America are going to end up being politically irrelevant. Our people are turning turning back into slaves. Slaves serve everybody else, everybody else's interests, but there's no benefit for them. I hold the black baby boomers for selling us out. I thank God that black millennials are waking up and more likely to embrace Pan-Africanism or Dracamism. As far as I am concerned, this is spiritual warfare. I have been on Facebook for 18 years and online for 30, 30 years, doing my best to recruit brave and smart black people, African people in America and around the globe to join this new black Christian movement in the 21st century. If I don't do this, who will? Abraham had to wait 25 years. Joseph had to wait 13 years. Moses had to wait 40 years. And Jesus had to wait 30 years. God's timing is not our timing. In the Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, it says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they weep to themselves teachers having itchy ears. Truth be told, nobody wants to build black America because we don't have nothing holding us together like back in the day uh, when our grandparents uh, was um, fighting during the civil rights era. It used to be a time when all black people understood that we live in a racist society and we must stick together as a collective. Everything in the black community has to be centered around poverty, misery, and crime. When you see crime increase in black America, I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't care if people hate me. Then we need more police and more criminals to go to jail. Instead, the inner city people are marching for urban terrorists who are killing our youth in the streets. 
Who would ever thought that Kim is on the verge of moving from behind the computer into the big screen and DVDs and mentally in the black community started in Chicago? Yet the same people who are who were talking about we need we just need handouts, writing off Africa as an alternative, they are not doing nothing but making noise in the streets. Our people have been marching and protesting for 53 years. It, it still has not changed the financial elite's position as it pertains to black Americans. It's not just about going to Africa. What I am saying, there has to be something else beyond American borders for black people for survival. The financial elites want to see black Americans globally isolated. It is my hope that after we get this film fully funded and made and begin building this Christian business on the west side and south side of Chicago, then black people across the United States will take our cause serious. It's also my hope that the Cairo Chicago would slowly but surely begin making multi-million dollar deals in Africa and in the Caribbean. Our Christian business will also expand into real estate and tour, tourism global market. Monzel from from um, African Diaspora News Channel reported on how the Afri how African American investment group went to Uganda and invested three three hundred million dollars in Uganda. The mainstream media will not report on that. Instead, they will only display Africa as a negative image, poverty, war, and disease. Yet Europeans, white Americans, and Asians are flocking to Africa, buying up real estate left and right. Their cam is trying to promote Africa and the Caribbean as an alternative for black people to do business and uh, international trade. Africa is the last frontier for development. My haters do not want to see me move our virtual Christian business from behind the computer. They want to see me fail. This is why I'm doing my show to tell all of my haters, know that God is still in control and I want to be a blessing to those who work with me in turning my vision and plan into a reality. In America, we have large cities with large black populations who are being written off by black politicians who are in the pockets of the financial elites. Pekam wants to connect the African diaspora with the global African family from my African group called Gakai of Africa. The problem with the black race is self-hatred from the diaspora to continental Africans. Why? Because we need to heal from the scars of colonization and enslavement. Black Americans are the only group that has allegiance to America but are treated as fourth and fifth class citizens. The sad thing, we have people in our race that don't want anything to do with Africa. This is why it's taken me so doggone long to get this organization up and running. I'm getting pushback from black people and the lack of support from black America is ridiculous, but God give us free will. I like winning. I also like success. That's what I want for my members. We have people in our racial group 
people would rather suffer than to succeed because they don't know anything else except poverty, misery, and failure. Over here, we will raise the bar where wherever we go, like America, Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil. All that time we spend marching and protesting, begging the financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality, they have not done it in 53 years. What makes you think they would do it now? If black people transfer that energy into making sure their five-year-old can read and write, then, then that alone would change 70% of our issues. Over here, we are thinking beyond the shores of America. Please tell us your thoughts about the topic. Leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube channel. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Thanks. Second topic, Democrats betrayed black voters. The Biden administration betrayed black voters by giving executive orders to LGBT, illegal immigrants, slash Latinos, white women, and Asians, as well as a hate crime bill, but nothing for black people. Black voters need to start holding our elected officials accountable. We're going to focus on the COVID-19 hate crime bill and members of the Congressional Black Caucus who co-signed this bill. The Congressional Black Caucus is Democrat first. We have to keep that in mind. They focus on immigration, which is not our issue as black Americans. A majority of immigrants are coming from China and India. Illegal immigrants are coming south of the border from Latin America and Mexico. I encourage my group members and listeners to put to pull up my medium transcript so that you can follow along in real time. Scroll down to show and approve and look for the United States House of Representatives and click on the link. Then scroll down to where it says vote by party. Select Democrat. You will see on the screen 217, which means all of the Congressional Black Caucus voted for this bill. Republicans had 62 who had rejected the bill. Now scroll down to all voters. Select Democrat and as you can see, the names appear. People like Karen Bass, Jamal Bowman, Corey Bush, James E. Clyborne. When we talk about the Democrats, we're, we're just showing their treasury. Now let's click on the link to view the United States Senate. We see Cory Booker, Raphael Warnock, just to name a few. Black voters need to know the names of these elected officials they keep putting in office. It's found how the Congressional Black Caucus did not add black people to the hate crime bill. They have access to all this data from the FBI to show why black people should have, have been added to the bill. Black Americans are going to have to get serious about uh, politics if we want to remain in America. Many black people are, are so fixated about being on the Democratic plantation because 
President Lyndon B. Johnson passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and 1968. He only did that because our grandparents were turning up in the streets. The left-wing media tar targeted our community, saying black people were attacking nations so th that they could get this bill passed for their group. One year in office and the Biden administration still has have not done anything specifically for black people. They gave symbolism in the form of Juneteenth as a federal holiday for everybody. And now the Biden administration is discussing giving black people a su Supreme Court justice uh, nominee. This is why we as a collective can no longer participate in our own destruction. When we're voting for these democratic politicians, we are for self-sabotage and eventually be will become a permanent underclass in America. If black Americans continue in this path that we're heading, being off cold, not working together as a group and just full of this Willie Lynch, then we are doomed as a collective. This upcoming midterm election has to be a referendum on the Democrat Party. The same political party is flooding the country with illegal immigrants, and they are trying to allow them to vote. The Biden Department of Justice tried to cut a deal with the killers of Ahmaud Arbery to serve their time in federal prison instead of state prison. The judge decided to make them serve their time in state prison. Thank God for that. They, they are not going to reopen the case of Tamir Rice or Kendrick Johnson. Biden sent three, $300 million to Afghan, Afghanistan, but I bet he wouldn't take that same $300 million dollars and invest in the black community. How much disrespect y'all can take from this Democrat party. Not only do these politicians not give us any tangibles, but they go out of their way to protect world cops who harm and kill our family members. Why in the hell would you vote for them again at this point? Black people have a right to be angry. We're at a pivotal moment in our history. This is why I am giving you this information so you can take a stand. Black men don't agree with all of the things Democrats are promoting culturally. Their agenda seems to make black men irrelevant. The Democratic Democrats are trying to promote something that is abnormal. God set, up, set it up where the man is head of the household. He has a wife and children. This is why today we have a modern woman problem in America. Many black feminists claim that they don't need a man, but they can't teach a black boy how to become a black man. The Democratic Party agenda is single motherhood. They are rewarding, rewarded through the child tax, um, tax credit government-subsidized daycare, and government-run pre-K. This is in part due to the Build Back Better agenda. The Democrats have promoted an anti-family, anti-black male agenda. Men are the gatekeepers of marriage. 
instead of offering incentives to married couples, these programs are designed to make men, especially black men, irrelevant. As I mentioned in my revised book, when these government programs came in under the war on poverty, they started promoting single, single parent households. This is why we have 90% of our children are born to single parent households. Democrats control Hollywood, the film industry, and the music industry, which promotes a negative view about family values. They are responsible for flooding our community with planned parent, parenthood clinics. I'm not about dividing black men and black women. The Democrat Party is trying to divide us based on gender. We encourage black women to walk away from the Democratic Party and take the position of being black independent, meaning if they don't give us tangible, then we won't vote for them. We're not going to continue voting for the same political party who gives everybody else something but ignore us as a group. The Democratic Party is corrupt, anti-family, anti-black men, and on top of that, they are not doing anything for us. Please tell us, tell us your thoughts about the topic. Leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube channel. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Thanks. The third topic, Whoopi Goldberg's wake-up call. Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended from The View for two weeks because she made a comment about the Holocaust. People can speak bad things about black people and American slavery, but if you start talking about other groups and their history, then they are consequences. Whoopi Goldberg faces backlash about her comments. She said on The View, she said, quote, 